Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. Oh, you were quick off the mark there, Mark. Oh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling I, it. This WrestleMania, we're going to talk about WrestleMania 21. It's got my dander up. Oh, it's got your dander up. Yeah, yeah. Young people coming through. <laughs> people wrestling fast. People turning heel, and then uh, Nikolai Volkov turning up for some reason, and then <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all going off. And like that one, by the time we get to the end, uh, the boil will really have gone off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, the the pan very much will have boiled dry. We are, of course, talking about WrestleMania. 21 mark hands. We are, we are. Before that, we should probably... You know, you know, I try and do this thing where I get something from each WrestleMania. Yes, uh, yes, 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 15 yes. quid. Right. WrestleMania 21, funny period. Lots and lots of merchandise, but WrestleMania 21 itself it didn't really sort of... I don't know. There, there, there was no key match that right. they went, let's make loads of really great merch. Yeah. Um, so I had to look around. I just couldn't find anything. So I thought, oh, I'll go through my old like folder, hmm. see if I've got anything <laughs> from that. Right, OK. What came out? Ray Mysterio's head. Oh! No, no. No, it didn't. That, oh, that, no. He's still alive. He's fine. <laughs> I specifically chose him because he's one of the few who is still alive. Um, <laughs> but I found this, which... Um, Sniper-like. It, it ties uh, in to uh, two months from now, we'll be doing uh, Wrestle Me 2. Mm. Um, the w- War Beyond the, the Score. The I Reckoning. What, the what, Reckoning. What WrestleMania 2 was. <laughs> what the world is waiting for yes. again. And uh, What the world has come to. Uh, now. Now. And we're going to be talking about SummerSlam 1991. <laughs> yeah. I did a slightly hooky poll uh, on Twitter, which gave everyone the choice between SummerSlam 91 or mm. Invasion 2001, yeah. which is WWE versus WCW. Yeah. Um, and basically, when I put them up, I was like, oh, I'd sort of really like to talk about SummerSlam 91. Mm. So as soon as it went to 52-48, I just hid that <laughs> tweet. Um, <laughs> but, but also, yeah, you sort of have a situation where um, it was quite 50-50 for a while, wasn't it? You had it, a lot of people getting involved. Yeah, it was. Even when it finished, it was 52-48. Yeah. That's not a great thing for ticket sales, is it? Because that's saying at least half, half of the people, people who would have bought tickets are like, upset. didn't get that one. <laughs> I, I want another one. But we are going to do SummerSlam 1991. And it is, I think, one of the really sort of like... At the time, it was a crap event. Mm. I think that plays into our hands. But I found this, which I'd actually done before SummerSlam 1991 when I was about oh, right, 13, okay. yeah. where I've, I've drawn the entire card um, oh. with my own fair hand. Now, this is something Mark. I would put up on Twitter. Mark, 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 it's Andre. over two pages. Andre looks like um, Fred West. Yeah, it's over two pages. Saying. Problem is, uh, it's Virgil on the top left, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I they're, mean, they're caricatures, aren't look, they? Look, we are 
uh, in the same way that I used to draw um, Saddam Hussein with a big <laughs> big bulbous nose and a big tash um, back in the day, mm. um, we are products of our environment. Yes. Now, Legion of Doom are wonderful. <laughs> They're all wonderful. Virgil, does Virgil have big... Uh, uh, nostrils in um, real life. I, 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 I think. Do you know just... what? Do you know what? Until I looked at that picture, I didn't think so. But <laughs> now I'm willing I'm to say, say yes. that he does. Yeah, for huge. Mm. It it looks like a, a black gentleman with big nostrils. It, it doesn't does. look unlike him. No, it does look That's like. That's the him. problem, isn't it? That's uh, the, the annoying thing about it. You know, if it didn't look like him, I'd go. Well, there's no way I'm putting that up. Just. <laughs> 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 that's the just knife do, edge, just mate. Do, just that's do the, the knife edge. Just do the front page because they're the big hitters. I don't want to be cancelled. <laughs> Look at IRS. He looks great. Uh, the best one's Greg Valentine. Greg Valentine. That's <laughs> really good. <laughs> Who, who'd have thought Greg Valentine would turn out to be the funny one? <laughs> <laughs> These are fantastic. You can put that up. Look. Mm. It's a bit Robert Crumb. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean... That's, I mean, that's I mean and how old were you? Uh, probably about 20. 14. <laughs> 14, <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's old enough to sort of know better, isn't it? Um, I think <laughs> when that goes up, what they'll probably be there is is a photograph of the of real Virgil. Virgil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely safer. Mm. Um, Maybe r- draw a lot of other valets around him. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, but that is, that is wonderful. I'm not drawing Sapphire. <laughs> right, um, uh, so the live show is coming up. It's in September. Yeah. Uh, last year we did sell out. That was very nice. Thank you very much to everyone who came. Uh, mm. And we'll also be doing our, our annual tradition, which is having a merch table there yes. will be new exciting merch cool um that's that's it really mm. just buy your tickets yeah stop how, how listening can, now yeah go over to is it king's place kingsplace.co.uk get involved yeah and there are also some other i, I hate to say it, inferior wrestling podcasts taking place uh, over the weekend and, and if you we, buy three tickets you get 15 percent off right okay i, I, I say we will, they're probably much better than us we will be staging a run-in <laughs> At some point, and we will put them through a table. We're going to do what the the classic Vince McMahon thing, which is we're going to put out a special uh, unannounced against them, <laughs> and ours will be on free King's Place yeah. uh, territory. We'll be just outside, outside on the free fringe. Yeah, absolutely. We will destroy the competition. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what did you think of this one? Um, it was a mixed bag, I would say. There was enough to keep me entertained. Uh, there were a couple of um, stunning matches, and there were a couple of fucking weird ones. Yeah, sumo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, it all started quite nice. It's, I'd like quite like the um, the Hollywood feel yeah. of the whole thing because obviously this was in the Staples Center, so it was you know it was WrestleMania does Hollywood. Yeah, goes um, Hollywood. Is goes it? Hollywood. Yeah, that, that that's it's a sort of disappointment because I like it when they have a proper where it all begins again. Yeah, where someone's had to think about it and just going oh it goes Hollywood. Yeah, uh, a bit flat. The Staples Center is downtown. It's not even in Hollywood, so no. incorrect. No, inaccurate guys. <laughs> inaccurate. Did you see any? of the promo videos that they did building up where they did movie parodies. Yes, that was on the network. <laughs> They've cut some things out of the network, but inexplicably, they're on there. Which one did you watch? Um, I watched all... Uh, well, was it the whole thing? It was just like a, a jump cut of uh, all of them. That, that's in the WrestleMania. They, right. they were, in the in the months ahead, they made these little uh, films <laughs> right. that were parodies. And normally, when wrestling does stuff like that, it is fucking terrible. <laughs> it tanks and it's really badly scripted. And they're trying to get to something and you sort of know what they're trying to get to, but they've, mm. they've fucked it. This is the one time where they did something like that 
And it worked. It, it worked beyond everyone's wildest dreams. Was it not the age of the parody, though? With I'm trying to think. I know Hot Shots was a lot earlier, but those kind of like scary movie films and yeah. stuff where... Um, they, is it scary movie? Are they the stupid ones, the parody ones? There was a lot of parody films yeah. around. So people knew how to hit beats, I think, a little bit better. The other thing that they had, which is sort of an interesting sidebar, is in, I think... 2001, so about four years before mm. this WrestleMania, they set up WWF Studios, which yeah. was their attempt to actually go, look, we've got these people who have been watched every week on television. They're huge sort of superstar people. Mm. Why can't we go into films? Mm. And so by this year, 2005, they suddenly have three big films on the slate. So they've been involved with, like, The Scorpion King in mm. 2002. But this year they're releasing um, The Condemned with Steve Austin, yes. The Marine with John yes, Cena, John Cena right. and See No Evil with Kane. Right. And they've obviously got a little bit more used to production and films. Mm. And so they make these, and they're the best thing they've ever done. <laughs> there, are, there are, I mean, there's about eight of them. One of them is with John Cena and, and JBL doing A Few Good Men. Yeah. And it's been slightly reworked so that JBL is talking... Talking instead of the, about the pressure of being a military commander, mm. he's talking about the pressure of being the WWE champion, right. and it is the single best acting job by any wrestler. <laughs> and I include The Rock and Batista and their subsequent career. JBL in that role is phenomenal, <laughs> absolutely phenomenal, and it, and the script itself is f- so good. It's it, it's absolutely. You could not improve on it. It's, it's, it's one of the best things you'll ever see that's to do with this sort of thing, which should be a throwaway. Yeah. Um, there's another one, which is Basic Instinct, yeah. with Stacey Keebler, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, and mm. Christian. And that, as well, they've managed to get an acting performance out of Chris Benoit. And it's sort of... It's it's just brilliantly handled. They are, they are all worth seeing. There's, there's a guy on... I think if you type it into Reddit, WrestleMania 21 promos, he's... Mm put links to all of them in good right, quality. Okay. And they are just phenomenal. Just I, I, phenomenal. I didn't realise they'd done full ones, though, but I guess, you know, if you're going to spend a lot of money, you know, creating a, you know, a scene. Yeah. And they, but, they, uh, they, they basically saved uh, one of them for the opening of WrestleMania, which is Gladiator with Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, at this point, uh, he's retired at the last WrestleMania, yeah. although during the match no one knew, and it's become clear he's stepped away. Yeah. And this is pretty much, I'd say, bar two weeks, he's been on for a year mm. and no one's ever mentioned him on WWE TV particularly yeah. so this bit where he turns round is a real pop ah oh, huge pop huge yeah. pop and he does it brilliantly <laughs> uh, the films that they made <laughs> the most successful film WWE Studios who are still going mm. still putting out Jingle All The Way too, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they Fighting With My Family mm. uh, from I earlier that, this year I watched year. that recently yeah. yeah that's probably been their, their best critical reception right, I think okay. it's probably performed quite well as well mm. um, but pr- the other one that's done well was called The Call mm. and that had Halle Berry in it and no wrestlers. <laughs> um, Turns out our talent roster isn't that deep. No. Uh, the Condemned came out in 2007. It lost uh, $15.5 million. Uh, the Marine came out in 2006. It was originally written for Austin. Austin mm. had retired and left. And so they said, well, who should we give the lead role to? Randy Orton. Yeah. And Randy Orton said, well, no, I was a Marine, but I went AWOL, yeah. so I can't really do this. Hid, hid, hid in his grandmother's basement. He did. He, where, where, he, Osama bin Laden was, <laughs> where Osama Bin Laden was living. Well, that, that caused me, I think, a few weeks later, because I was it's, I was still scared that um, he was going to get me, Randy Orton. It, it, you said this to him in real life. That's yeah. what we should set that up. Yeah, this sorry. Isn't, you haven't watched 
watched a lot of WrestleMania and begun sort of thinking you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Money in the Bank, Peter Donaldson. <laughs> um, I'm definitely not Money in the Bank. That's, uh, that's not that very clear. But though I do own a suitcase and a chin. <laughs> but not a stepladder. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I said on tele, like basically I said to the radio, and um, maybe that's where they found Osama bin Laden and you, in your in your mum's um, in your grandma's uh, basement. Uh, he eyeballed me for an entire ad break. We went back to the interview. Um, so a couple of weeks later, I was on a TV show, ESPN's Talk of the Terrace, uh-huh. with the band um, by the name of uh, Who Did Place Your Hands Reef, and uh, we went on and we were talking about football. And I was on with a skier and a footballer, and uh, I told the story that I was. Oh, so Pete, you um, you were. Um, uh, you, you were threatened, or you felt like you, you accused a wrestler of being discharged from the Marines, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I'd said it was John Cena, that John Cena had been discharged from the Marines, and, and I'd met and I'd met John Cena, but I hadn't. It was actually Randy Orton. So basically, I had to write an email to the producer going, I'm sorry, I've got John Cena and Randy Orton mixed up. It wasn't him. He was in a film called The Marine, and that's what made me confused. <laughs> mate, so mate, mate, I was scared of besmirching get... the good name of John Cena, uh, who did... would have probably enjoyed well, being pictured as a fucking Marine. He is a an army <laughs> fantasist, isn't he? Let's face it. I actually think you can trace the moment where he goes, I love this, is that little promo for A Few Good Men, where he's being a military sort of interrogator. And that's the moment where you go, Cena's just basically done that and he's gone, hmm, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, he's like one of those blokes who you see, I love the videos for this more than anything in the world, where uh, Americans go up to people on sort of Veterans Day right. who are clearly not veterans but are wearing full military gear Yeah, and they'll come up and they'll start going so uh, where are those medals from <laughs> like that and you watch the guys go there's no way out of this but I'll have a go yeah. and they, they begin they squirming I love it I could watch those oh, is, that, is that like a, is that a thing is that Big what people thing. do what's it called disgraced honour or something right, okay. like that stolen honour stolen honour is it still a valour stolen, stolen valour what, what is it just, three just of like them <laughs> <laughs> the holy trinity so what's, there's just videos where people just come up and go like absolute probably massive of nerds themselves because they'll know no, where not ma- not nerds well but also army people. men <laughs> yeah, army, army men, nerds who know, all, who know what all of the badges it's, are for it's those guys who have come back from service and are like if there's anyone out here pretending to be a veteran like me I will track you down <laughs> to ride in a particular lane on a motorway <laughs> this guy was <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> all these talk about soldiers <laughs> frothing <laughs> um, it's, uh, this, 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 the, the one that I saw recently was just a guy <laughs> in the supermarket and it was just in a veteran's day and he was in his full get, get up and he was clearly just I don't know, just sort of wanting people to go, thank you for your service. And he go, yeah, thank you very much. Like but, <laughs> but someone had tipped off stolen valour out, they'd run. <laughs> that's why they shouldn't, that's why you shouldn't, you know, fetishise this sort of yeah. thing. Because you, That's why that you shouldn't say, thank you for your service. Because <laughs> some people might be lying. So you can't thank anyone. Don't do anything nice because Don't, people yeah, might be horrible. Exactly, they might be, t- they might be a, taking advantage of you. What a terrible, terrible lesson <laughs> that you, you will take to a lonely grave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my plan. I was going to be like, I was going to, wanted to be called Major when I was older and just take some, buy some in a, in a crappy little like garage sale. I'll buy some medals, mm. stick them on and just pretend I'd served somewhere. I once bought someone an OBE for <laughs> Their birthday, <laughs> and uh, it was just it was it cost about when when we worked at um, uh, 
the Capitol building mm. uh, in Washington <laughs> when we were in the Pentagon. <laughs> Capitol Hill, yeah. Capitol FM's building. Mm. There was a, a little sort of row called Cecil Court and there mm. were a lot of medals and coin dealers down mm. there. And I saw this, um, they used to sell Purple Hearts and things. Yeah. And I had a friend whose birthday it was. I, you know, he's about 30 and I was like, oh, that'd be great to get him a Purple Heart. And the Purple Heart was about 40 quid. Mm. But you could buy an OBE for like 15. You're kidding it's me. like, that's great. Whose OBE was it then? That's just some so blokes. I've never heard of him. It was, it was written on the side, I think. Either on the side or in the box, who knows. But uh, I gave it to him and he was like, I don't want this, it's illegal. I'm like, I don't think it's illegal. No. And he was like, no, no, it's, it's illegal because I'd be pretending I've got an OBE. And I'm like, you don't have to pretend you've <laughs> you got... You don't have to wear it. Just leave it in your house. It's not going to pulse out a signal and, and the Queen's going to come round and go, you don't what's know all this that. about a fucking yeah. OBE? Ah, <laughs> uh, this sword works both ways, mate. Anyway, I wrote to Buckingham Palace and they wrote back and they said it's absolutely legal. So, I mean, so I, there's every chance it's at my house now. Um, John Cena needs to be done by Stolen Valor. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what we're saying. Um, I enjoyed The Undertaker doing Dirty Harry. I want to see the full version of that, my friend. That is the only one that they don't go, let's change this to make it funny or about wrestling. Right. Uh, they just say to Undertaker, do the Dirty Harry thing. And he goes, yeah, brilliant. And he, do you feel lucky, punk? And he does all that. And he just walks away and you go, oh, there was no joke in that one. There's the one, there's no joking. The, the Basic Instinct one's really, really good. Um, yeah. uh, it's actually got, a, 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 they, they have Stacey Keebler doing the famous Sharon Stone crossing mm. her legs, mm. revealing herself. Yeah. And uh, Stacey Keebler pants. does that. She's wearing pants. Yeah. yeah she, you know, it's, it's not, I know it's not the PG era. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. But, um, <laughs> could have, could have. but the, the punchline in that, they bring in Mae Young and Moolah. Yeah. And uh, they both sit down and they go, essentially, Moolah sort of goes, right, boys, let's get this show over. And Mae Young's legs flip up and everyone <laughs> screams and starts making wretched noises. But, the, you know, not everyone's sense of humour. But for me, <laughs> the bit that's made it is Moolah, when she says, let's get this show on the road, she just gives May a slap on the arm. Like, that's her signal to expose herself. <laughs> Love it. Come on, do your thing. Uh, they are all really good. The, um, oh, I need to watch these. Oh, they're, they're great. There's also a brilliant one with Kurt Angle and right. uh, Christy Hemi, where they do When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Oh, oh is that him? Yeah. He with looks, hair. He looks like a sort of post-chemo <laughs> Billy Crystal, right? So He's weird. a bit chunky and weird. But she's like, do you think women are faking it when they're watching in the ring? Mm. And you'd sort of go, oh, that doesn't sound like it quite works because no. it's a bit sexually element. Angle is absolutely phenomenal in it where he's just going, um, when I come out, wearing all my gold medals and Christy Hemi starts going, oh, oh, and he goes, when my music hits, no voice on him, magic. Uh, and she starts getting excited and then he goes, when I do my little sort of dance where I come out and I spin around once with my arms out and she's like, this is great and it builds up to him just screaming tap, tap, tap instead of the sort of orgasm and noise and then my favourite bit about it is after they sort of go wrestling when you're 21 coming up Hollywood um, it cuts to that classic bit which is I think the mother of Rob Reiner who right. does the I'll have what she's having yeah. and it's Linda McMahon <laughs> and she just goes I'll have what she's having and it's all part of my fascination with the relationship that Vince and Linda have yeah. right? where Vince is always like if we're going to do anything with Linda make it clear <laughs> That she she's is not attractive. She is basically unfuckable. Old. <laughs> right. she's old and she, not attractive. Let's have Linda do that line where she says, I'll have what she's having. Because it'd be hilarious. The idea that Linda would be interested in sex. <laughs> oh, absolutely hilarious. Oh, dear. Um, Never mind. This, this this is an important WrestleMania because it's again a shifting of an era. Right. So what you have here is is they 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 unusually they don't go for some of the traditional sort of metal-y themes that we have. And there's that's true. It's yes. done by um, 
soundtrack of our lives who were a Swedish band right. and it's called Big Time and it's all sort of talking it's sort of summery and springtime and mm. it's all sort of talking about the future and what you have here is you have John Cena and Batista rising to become the champions of the company yeah. uh, unusually for every other previous Wrestlemania I think everyone in the main event has either made their name uh, you know hugely in WWE they've been uh, established main eventers yeah. or they came from WCW but they were stars for a long time mm. these guys I think they've both been around for about three four years and they'd only ever worked in WWE right. they were projects from day one to go can we take this person and make them the key person in our company mm. and this Wrestlemania is all about that ah I yes. see very very interesting yes. there's a little bit um, it obviously kicks off with uh, Lillian Garcia yep um, singing um, the national anthem and yep. she's, she's now a host at the Professional Fighters League which I quite liked and because it's um, it's got a league system Ooh. it's like a UFC but it's, there's a league so like you are the best if you kill everyone I guess as well <laughs> I don't really know how it works the, um, like that butterbean one like oh, that one the butterbean one uh, do you know what after we'd recorded that episode I can't remember about whether I'd listened to an old one or something but I went and watched a load of the uh, there, there was like a 60 minute the butterbean story they'd been out on like an ESPN and it was just about how everyone thought he was a gimmick and yeah. then he just continually kept knocking people out really violently <laughs> it's really worth watching it's, it's <laughs> boxing that's over within 10 seconds mm. which is sort of the best boxing oh, sort of the best MMA as well <laughs> the quicker it's over the be- better the fight is I let a man need the other block in the head in about 10 seconds first, yeah. first contact yep if you're gonna if you're gonna shoot Pete for the legs as a wrestler <laughs> yeah. you have to be aware that if they know you're gonna do that protect your head they're gonna be coming with that knee protect your noggin <laughs> Wrestlemania goes Hollywood Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
I'll have what she's having. <laughs> there was a bit, um, speaking of battle, uh, mm. there's a bit where it goes to the Gulf. And, yeah. And Ray Mysterio is there. Wearing a camouflage Lucha Libre mask. Yes. <laughs> Who's made that for him? It's what? not. The worst thing is, it's not even desert camo. No, it's like no, in the it's forest. A jungle head in the middle of the desert. That's, that's a good thing. But when I saw that, I was like, did, did the soldiers go? Oh, we should get those. Because <laughs> yeah, because it protects you. I mean, all of our face. I know we've got camo and everything, but it stops pretty much here where my neck is. I did look. At, oh, that was weird. They, they they had that thing as well where in the early days when you'd see this, they'd often show things you know when they were doing the America the Beautiful with yeah. the military thing mm. they'd show soldiers saluting they'd show you know the sort of statues of I- Iwo Jima that sort mm. of thing and they'd show quite often they'd show military graveyards and what's changed now is they're just sort of going here is a fucking terrifying weapon here is a helicopter yeah, 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 that looks yeah, yeah. like a massive wasp <laughs> and it's got a really big cannon on the front mm. and that makes me feel a bit uncomfortable don't like it well, it looks all. like they, were, they had a wrestling match in the Gulf as well which I quite enjoyed so they were having a little yeah 2005 they are, they, they've done tribute to the troops by now which right. is their, their thing where they, they went out to Iraq and to Afghanistan and they put on uh, a show at a, at, a, at a base at a base right yeah I think <sighs> this coincides sort of with the time where JBL who is obviously one of the champions and has really risen from the mid-card. Mm. He was very much, I am a big supporter of our troops. I have a feeling he might have had something to do even with the the, the concept of tribute to the troops, right? Um, which used to take place over Christmas. Um, as you can imagine, none of the wrestlers particularly wanted to do it. No. It's over Christmas and it's in a war zone on the other side of the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not ideal. Yeah, and you're wrestling Christy Hemi. Bad luck. <laughs> um, first WrestleMania since WrestleMania 12 to not feature any tag team matches. Oh, yes. Again, one thing I didn't really notice during the thing, but they split up. Um, who was in there? The... Uh, Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio, yes, who are right, the, yes. the, the current SmackDown tag team champions. Mm. Uh, and they have, they have their match. Um, uh, what, just, I mean, do you forget, doing this has been really nice because I have that thing of, I've watched a lot of wrestling over the years and I know, you know, in my head, Eddie Guerrero is one of the all-time greats. Mm. And it's only when you sit down and you watch a match that you haven't seen, you know, pretty much from the year it went out and you just watch Eddie Guerrero do what he does. Mm. And he and Mysterio, who at this point is really, really finding his feet and yeah. is rapidly becoming a, a proper superstar. Watching that match, uh, it was spectacular. I remember at the time seeing it, and the problem with Guerrero and Mysterio is they had some real classics in the late 90s in WCW. Um, Halloween Havoc 97 for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship is one of these matches that really sort of took the light heavyweights from being a thing that was on the card to being the match that everyone looked forward to. Mm. And the two of them were were phenomenal. And in the WWE, they kept going. The big match, of course, for both of them is going to be Eddie and Ray. You know, let's Mm. get them on. They finally get a WrestleMania. But every single time they put them together in the WWE, it was like too many people had sort of gone, this is going to be a classic. Oh my God, Mm. this is the match that Taz says at one point that could well steal the show. And even though they're both experienced and they don't seem to get nerves and they do a great job, it just seems like they're always super aware. They're going, this isn't quite a classic. <laughs> this isn't quite a classic. Well, it's a hell of an opening match, to be honest. Just Eddie just oh, <laughs> destroying Ray for it, ages. It's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely destroying him. <laughs> the thing that I really noticed about this one is uh, Ray Mysterio actually he debuted a new mask. Right. And the mask is now on his face, but it has straps at the back. Mm. So it's like a half mask. Mm. And it does not stay on his face. Well, he yeah, he's constantly playing with it. I thought that was going to be 
something that happens afterwards. He cannot stop putting his hands <laughs> on his face. Have I still got the mask it. on my face? I, I was looking at it and I was like, oh, he's doing this a lot. And it was only when I got to the end of the thing I thought, crack, crack spiders. He's, <laughs> he's on the crack. He thinks it's crack spiders. On so face. I'm going to write down. I'm going to make a mark every time he touches <laughs> one hand fully to his face. Right. Right. And in the last two minutes, so 120 seconds, <laughs> he puts a full hand on that mask. 22 times, right? <laughs> Once every five and a half seconds. Oh, bang, dear. bang, 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 bang. It he even been... does it when he gets the two count, uh, <laughs> with a three count to end the match. On the on two, he puts his hand on the mask. Is, is this, I mean, it's poor Shockmaster. You've got, <laughs> you've got to do something, haven't you? There is that funny thing if you go, it's WrestleMania, so I'm going to debut a whole new look. Don't do it I at d- WrestleMania. No. <laughs> Don't do it. Test it out do somewhere it at else. Raw or something. Do is, it at Raw. The, um, I like his, um, speaking of his clothing, he comes out in like a Mexican kind of jumpsuit. It's a whole like Mexican flag. Yeah, it does look a bit just as for Palestine. Yes. <laughs> it's a little bit that, yeah. and also um, and also <laughs> Eddie Guerrero's uh, backney. You can really see it. In the can you? Like, so much backney. Oh. There's like white patches where he's sort of covered it in something. That's a side effect yeah. of steroids. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that myself. Yes. I got a bit. Because uh, got asthma. Uh, got asthma. Uh, steroids to take every morning. <laughs> but they actually um, work in the inverse way. They don't put muscle on. They actually promote. Um, um, stunting and muscle wastage, as I've said before on this podcast. You, you it's would be, very upsetting. You would be a fantastic defence witness for <laughs> the inevitable next WWE case. Steroids actually make muscles smaller. But I during, rest my case. During uh, this match, somebody, um, a man holds up a sign saying, I came back from Iraq just in time for WrestleMania, but the four is a four, and I thought it said, I... Came back, f- I came back for WrestleMania 4. And I was like, that was the first Gulf War. Is he just boasting that he came back from Iraq for WrestleMania 4 I, I'm, and I'm back for another one I'm, during another Iraq War? I'm both a soldier and a bad time traveller. <laughs> when I was in that Iraq War, have you seen Stargate? Found one of them. He's like, he's like the bloke who uh, experienced Hiroshima and then went all the way to Nagasaki and I think he died in that one. So Jesus Christ, mate. You're, you've had a terrible couple of days. I, I like the way as well that he's gone. I, the thing I really want to do is go back to see one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. <laughs> that's, that's my dream. Um, Taz is also really good in this bit. He, mm. He's really good on the colour commentary. He doesn't he doesn't stay as good throughout this WrestleMania, mm. but in this match, he really, really adds to it. He's just talking, you know, just doing a play-by-play, and it's it really sort of, like, lifts it. It's really mm. exciting. I've, but, I've got a lot of time for uh, Eddie Guerrero's uh, T-shirt, because it's, it's a bit Grand Theft Auto. The designer is very... I've noticed. I've noticed. Yeah. And I was thinking, timing-wise, yeah, that is about right. The, uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 it's coming out, I think. They, they took it T-shirts. He, they, they, the Ray Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero thing. So they're tag team partners, and they're mm. both good guys. Oddly, the, the fact that they're both good guys slightly hurts this match because yeah. people aren't quite sure who they want to win. Mm. You know, because they're both good, they don't know who to cheer for and who's a boo. So it's do one they of not those hear the things. music? They lie, he lies, he cheats, and he steals. But that was you his gimmick. And we, that, dear? we loved him for it. <laughs> there is a sign I saw, and it said it doesn't quite work. It doesn't make sense. It just said he lies, he cheats, he stole my heart. Oh, and that's I, beautiful. It was, but I was thinking. Again, this is like, you know, girls who go out with those, oh, you know, he's horrible, oh, he's horrible, but I like I like horrible boy. I like horrible, oh, he, st- I li- he steals my heart. He lies and he cheats, but he, I, I love him, I love him. Um, <laughs> too, too bitter, <laughs> what are they called, incels? incels they, yes. look at that. We're, and, and, and unbelievably, we're doing a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I know. Wow, we must be the only two incels doing a wrestling uh, podcast, I, Mark. I, I said they, <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, I've thrown them off the set. <laughs> um, the the, uh, the they, they, they go on to feud anyway, so Eddie mm. becomes a, a bad guy, right? 
and they go on to feud and it culminates in SummerSlam uh, so that's a few months away from now in a ladder match for custody of Ray's child uh, Dominic <laughs> fantastic um, uh, Eddie Guerrero a uh, spoiler alert if you've not seen <laughs> SummerSlam 2005 please tell me the child is taller than Ray <laughs> the child is taller than yes. Ray uh, certainly is now he's uh, doing a bit of sort of developmental work you see him around um, right. but uh, Eddie Guerrero wins so right. y- you'll understand this from your law studies that gives him legal custody of yes, Dominic Ray's child yeah. and yeah. Eddie Guerrero well, spent a good few months <laughs> just continually saying Dominic I'm your pappy <laughs> oh no and they released uh uh it just said, I'm your pappy. Nice. A small on the back, it says Eddie Guerrero. So it just says, I'm your pappy. And at the time, people were like, this is one of the worst angles. This is stupid and boring I like and crass. it. Rey Mysterio is already dressed halfway towards his father's for justice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, people hated it. And then Eddie Guerrero died. Mm. And that was the last piece of merchandise that Eddie Guerrero put out. So everyone bought Now, that 15 years on, 15 years on, you see that I'm your pappy t-shirt as much as any other WWE <laughs> t-shirt from not just this era but any era you yeah. see that all around oh that's wonderful they released a, a memorial t-shirt as well which he was is... your pappy <laughs> it's, it's... pappy gone now <laughs> he been pappy <laughs> she's been daughter he been pappy <laughs> fucking hot fucking shame um, yeah, I, was, I did think in this match there is a bit there's a uh, Ray is really fast in this match he's yeah, really he's really, really good. quick he a sweet thing with it where he jumps through the ropes but he's still got his hands in the ropes and he flips around like in, in a horizontal Proper kind of like good. figure of Proper zero, good. I and I think when he does that bit he then is straight back off the ropes and over the top <laughs> I mean it's wonderful. really really much too quick but there's one little section where they are going very fast and for some reason he looks smaller in it than he looked before and Eddie Guerrero picks him up and gives him a big backbreaker and there's a shot of Eddie Guerrero sort of resting with him on the knee and it really looks like you know, your mum's boyfriend basically has said, I'll teach you some judo. And they've, they've grabbed you and they've just really hurt you. And he's sitting there going, well, he needs to toughen up. And there was just a moment there where I was like, that's that. Eddie Guerrero looks like Ray's stepdad. <laughs> it's all the Wonderful. family thing. Wonderful. Um, a memorial t-shirt is, is a, a, a bit of a strange one. Yeah. Um, well, mm, it costs a lot. There's a lot of dead wrestlers. doesn't really. Oh, I mean, really? They, they, didn't, they don't do many memorial t-shirts, oddly. Um, but but um, one of the things that had happened within this uh, custody uh, storyline mm. was they introduced uh, Eddie's real-life wife, Vicky Guerrero. Mm. And she was there very much as the mother and uh, she didn't have a huge role to play in it. But after Eddie's death, they worked with her and she became uh, a character for a number mm. of years. And it was a... She was very, very good. She was a comic relief character. Mm. You'd never have thought... she was. You would have thought she'd be like Linda McMahon. Yeah. If Vince had died and they went, two years later, she's going to be a hated comic character who will open every show and people will boo they were making them boo a widow it's madness but what they did really was they gave her a really well paid job for a number of years and mm. I think that's a, a, a level of the esteem that Eddie Guerrero was held in this is his last Wrestlemania he's mm. uh, uh, he, he he dies tragically young I think he's 39 um, uh, of a heart attack yeah um, and uh, it's uh, anytime you watch Eddie Guerrero you, you've forgotten how good he is mm. you listen to this you go oh no 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 exactly how good he is you've, you've forgotten until you're watching him you just go I'd forgotten all the little things he does mm. but there's always watching Eddie Guerrero you just go, God, what a shame. Yeah. I mean, you know, how, how it was 15 years it would be. So he would be older, but 
what would he be doing now? Mm. You know, well, it's not the charisma. He'd probably do the. He'd probably do doing colour comms or something. Yeah, like he'd be. I, I, I have a feeling that he would be essentially teaching the NXT rookies. Mm. You know, just and and uh, again, a repository of so many different strands of uh, wrestling lineage. His family, Mexican wrestling, uh, mm. Texas wrestling, the WWE at this period, WCW, all of that in one man. The the fount of knowledge he could have been. It's always sad to see Eddie, but it's always also spectacular to watch him work. Mm. Lovely. Oh. Really lovely stuff. Fantastic. Um, little uh, promo with JBL? Yes, yeah. Mm. That's happening now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to save JBL stories until we get to his match because okay. the match he has with John Cena on this is so boring. I mean, there's nothing to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to save you the stories about JBL, which are fucking toe curlingly <laughs> awful <laughs> beyond Yay. belief well in his um, in his Wikipedia it says that he's like a businessman as well so yeah he, he, I think he, like he became a Fox News analyst he made quite a lot of money on the oh, stock exchange he? he ended up releasing a book called Along the Lines of How to Make Yourself Richer right okay. which people uh, outside of wrestling uh, had reviewed actually, and gone this is actually a really good common sense yeah. guide to that but um, they probably didn't mention the numerous allegations of bullying <laughs> <laughs> that is a good way to make money, to be fair, Mark. That is a good way to make money. What? Bullying people? <laughs> yeah, massively. Out give, of their money. Give me your money. Yeah. Uh, we did mention the uh, the uh, dark match. I think it was the dark match. It was oh. like a pay-per-view match. Booker oh. T. Booker this T is a great Chris... ending. You're gonna... Thank <clears throat> God, Pete. Thank what? God. This Book... is a great ending. Booker T. Yep. Um, uh, the, a 30-man interpromotional battle royale. Yeah. Now, why wasn't that on... Because that's they've got thirty people there. Yep, was that's it that true. bad? Yep, um, I should imagine so. I should imagine so. Uh, Booker T, Paul London, Spike Dudley, Mark Jindrak. I mean, these are people who were very much the lower end of the card. Mm-hmm. And in the case of Booker, people who were held down unfairly, presumably due to the colour of their skin. Yep. And one person in here. I just want to talk about because right. it's the best story. Okay. Um, it's a guy called Heidenreich. Heidenreich? Heidenreich. Yeah. Heidenreich. John Heidenreich. And he was known as Heidenreich. And he was Sweet. a former NFL player who had never played an NFL match. Okay, okay right. Yeah, One yeah, of those yeah, guys yeah. who they, they pick up in big, the. Big college draft kind of yeah, guy. Never get, plays a game. Gets drafted yeah. and he was a member of the Washington Redskins when they won the Super Bowl in 1992. Yeah. Um, he was an offensive lineman for two seasons in the CFL. Um, he never actually actually played an NFL league game because mm. he was constantly cut in training camps. So as a result, he spent like five years in the NFL, but his name doesn't appear in any, any NFL team's historical <laughs> rosters. <laughs> so Heidenreich, uh, he's a big bloke, huge bloke, not great at wrestling. And he uh, he, he, come, he comes to wrestling because he's big and he's, you know, very athletic. Mm. Um, again, not a good wrestler. <laughs> very different things. Uh, and he made his debut in the WWE in 2003. Mm. So a couple of years before this. And he had a gimmick where he was controlled by Little Johnny. Who, who was, the hell is Little Johnny? I don't know if I'd ever Well, let me tell you. We never saw Little Johnny, right? They never got uh, round to doing to making what it a little was Johnny before they took him off TV again. <laughs> just went, this isn't working. Did they just see the way he wrestled? Went, he's got to be controlled by some kind of worm in his brain. In 2007, Heidenreich finally broke his silence, <laughs> and he revealed in an interview that Little Johnny was going to be a small doll representing his inner child who was angry at having been born in a charity hospital. Um, 
He said he'd used the gimmick in uh, OVW before and it right. really worked. And he said, um, the Less reason. successful in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but coach. I'm controlled by a little doll. <laughs> little Johnny had as many starts in the NFL as Heidenreich. Um, Heidenreich said the angle was inspired by his own childhood right. where he spoke to a doll himself at one point. At one point. <laughs> Lovely. In 2008, it was revealed that Heidenreich, after this little Johnny thing hadn't worked, they'd worked out what they were going to do when they brought him back. And so in 2004, uh, a writer uh, for the WWE uh, was a guy called Dan Madigan. And Dan Madigan had pitched the idea of how to bring Heidenreich back. He's a huge bloke, quite a sort of, you know, um, um, Scandinavian face, mm. blonde, spiky hair. And Dan Madigan's idea was that he would come back as a Nazi stormtrooper called Baron von Barver who had been cryogenically frozen before being revived by Paul Heyman. Um, <laughs> Baron von Barver Baron von Barver would have the Baron red... Von Baron von Barver? It's a really Barver. hard sentence to it's say. Why so would you choose difficult. that? Your name is exactly... Just call yourself <laughs> Baron... You've got the name Heidenreicher. Reich in there. Exactly. Jesus. Baron von Barver he's gonna, Baron he von was Barver? Gonna, he was gonna BVB. Barver? Where's that? B-A-V-A. Barver. Um, he had... Um, he he was going to have the, the red uh, swastika yeah. on, his, on his arm and he would goose step uh, on his way to the ring. Now, whether Dan Madigan knew it or not, Paul Heyman, who was also in the meeting, he is the Jewish son of a Holocaust survivor. Right. And Heyman was absolutely stunned. Uh, Vince McMahon apparently just left the room. That was it. Uh, he didn't return for the rest of the day. Imagine pitching an idea that is so tasteless and wrong that, that Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon goes, not for me. No. <laughs> not for me. And then, um, it, just as he's leaving the door, and he pukes. <laughs> what? He pukes racial <laughs> hatred. Oh, I love it. Um, uh, Dan Madigan did leave later that year. Right. They said as a direct result of that pitch. I love that because that's that thing of guys, there are no wrong answers. Just anything we can think of. Right, you, literally you're fired. You, you, you're done. Heidenreich was supposed to be one of Undertaker's opponents this year. It was going right. to be Undertaker and Kane versus Heidenreich and another guy called Gene Snitsky who... I, I'm not even going to start on to Gene Snitsky, but basically there was a pregnancy angle with Lita and he ended up taking the baby and drop kicking it into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> but Heidenreich uh, did... More of that, please. <laughs> did, after the death of Road Warrior Hawk, yeah. they put Heidenreich in the Legion of Doom with Road Warrior Animal. Right. Uh, he had face paint on. And slowly, against all the odds, sometimes this happens when you're bad at wrestling, mm. people began to sort of quite warm to him. And he had a, a thing that he'd do called Disaster Pieces, uh, where he'd read out poems yeah. and they were terrible and before he'd sort of become a good guy mm. there's a, an infamous part where it opened on Raw and he's got Michael Cole pressed up against a wall and he's humping him from behind and Michael Cole is whimpering <laughs> and Hardenrat's going <coughs> this is for a <coughs> Miller cat fight and, <laughs> and he's saying I've got something on to give you Cole and Michael's going please <laughs> and it's a poem, but it's it's this weird thing, and you sort of go, that, why would you have? Why would he start? Why would you have your, co- your announcer who's there all the time? <laughs> you just have him sort of bummed by some bloke who's not who's going nowhere. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was a Vince McMahon idea. <laughs> who's, who's, who just walked past the office? Oi, Heidenreich, you're going to bum Michael Cole hey, in the next row. Barber. Barber. <laughs> BBB. Put down the swastikas. <laughs> <laughs> I need you here to bum Michael Cole. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I've got a lot of time for that. 
Heidenreich. <laughs> Heidenreich. <laughs> he used to just say his name a lot. See, I did. I could. I didn't even have time to download the down, and it would be a download. A Thirty-man list of who was actually <laughs> yeah. in this fucking match. There, uh, oh, yeah, look, yeah, there's yeah. a million stories, but the important thing is we've told Heidenreichs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll be back next week with more wrestle me, wrestle me, Mark, wrestle me, beat. Come watch us in concert, <laughs> <laughs> King's Place. Go there. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.